0: It's Too Early, Season 4, Episode 7. It's Lonnie. It's Bree. It's Nelly. And we are back with our final episode of the series, Dear Friends series. And we kind of just wanted to have a discussion on Insecure and the final season and just the overall show and how it relates to our lives and our friendships. And we, yeah, we gonna get into this deep because I got yeah. some things to say.
1: Yeah, we couldn't have a friend series (laughs) and not
0: talk about Insecure because Mm -hmm. the
1: things that this show has done, and I don't think people understand, the things that it has done for black women, especially in our age range, and, like, it was like looking at ourselves on TV. Like, that, everything is real. Like, I don't feel like there's anything that happened in the show that I'm like, girl, that's a stretch, or, like, that felt like, you know, a lot of times black women are just depicted as a whole bunch of stuff that we're not so like just to see a genuine depiction of like the things we go through on a daily basis that wasn't even dealing with men like even within our friendships you know usually black women characters are connected to a man which they were to a certain extent that's part of life but it was really about the friendships Mm -hmm. like I just appreciate that so much
0: yeah and I think you know this last season literally was just like this is what black women friendship looks like like this is it Mm -hmm wondering that's it yeah and i also think that just throughout the show in general it was just nice to see like a full circle moment especially in that last season of like how everyone like every single person in that show has grown every single relationship every single friendship has grown and like just you know the different dynamics of how they ended in the final season in the series finale so
1: well before we get into that you know we have to do our, our last and final letter to our friends our last dear friend. So I will go ahead and kick it off since I didn't brought it up. Um, <laughs> so my last one is, dear friends, thank you. I think that we have all been going through a lot lately over these last couple years. And I just want to thank you all for continuing, continuing to hold me down mm-hmm. and just supporting me and just being there for me to lean on and hopefully that you feel the same way that I do, that I have been there and if there's any way I can be a better friend, let me know sis, because Mm -hmm. that is what we're all about, growth and just being there for each other
0: yeah, um, dear friends, we are in this together, like, never feel like you're alone in any situation never feel like that you have to go through anything by yourself like I'm here to support you. I'm here to uplift you. I'm here to shoot. We just need to sit and have a glass of wine and just cry mm-hmm. together. Like I'm here for that too. So yeah, we in this together and we, you know, we're gonna get through this together. Whatever it is. Ups and downs, all arounds. Yeah. Yeah. Um dear friends, we in prime time. So mm-hmm. let's have fun. Let's enjoy it. So no matter what we are going through, let's really just live life to the best extent possible. Because these last two years has been kicking our butt. So yeah, <laughs> prime time, baby. All right. Now
1: let's get into it. Okay, <laughs> let's get into the real T of insecure. And I feel like I want to start off with like a fun question. What character do you all identify with the most, and why? I feel like I'm a
0: Kelly girl. Really? Yeah. Even though, like, I can't say that Kelly is my favorite character, I feel like (laughs) Kelly is me at the same time. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Kelly just, she the most, like, obnoxious one. Like, she just saying whatever she want to say. She kind of do whatever she want to do. Um, she be in
1: her own world. Like, yeah. yeah, she do. Like she
0: really just she be to her own path. And I can't say that I too. am getting high at a festival <laughs> and <laughs> getting kicked out. I don't know that I'm that far, but I definitely feel like me and Kelly be here. Yeah, not-
1: no, I can I can see that only mm-hmm. be like. Of course, this is not a direct comparison. It's not like oh
0: <laughs> yeah, it's
1: spot on. But like I could see like definitely personality traits that are mm-hmm. similar.
0: Yeah, and I think that Kelly is like really good with being there for her friends regardless too, and I feel like you're definitely
1: like mm. that friend. Kelly a little more raunchy than you. Yeah. yeah. For sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm all all mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> right, on. Well. I don't know. I I feel like I identify with Issa in the sense that like you know she went through that whole journey of like discovering herself and like especially like with her career and figuring out what she wanted to do and being in different relationships and long-term relationships and things like that. And, you know, her and Molly's relationship, you know, I kind of have, like, that same friendship dynamic with Pep. Mm-hmm. So I kind of identify with Issa in that sense, but I also kind of identify with Molly a little bit Um, just because I feel like I'm more of, like, that serious, like, type of, like, Logical, mm-hmm. rational type of friend. So, I don't know. It's a mix.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Well, for me, I'm, I'm saying I don't know. I'm, I'm like, thinking <laughs> about you and your personality traits and, like, um, Issa and Molly. And I can see a little bit of both, but I think you're more reserved than both of them in general. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just a little more calm. Like, yeah. you would be, like, a toned down yeah. from, like, them. But for me, um I don't know, I feel like I get like I feel like I have a little bit of all of them, but in terms of like lifestyle, I guess I would be like Tiffany. Like can see yeah, that. like I really. I and I say that because I I feel like I tried to separate Tiffany from Amanda Seals, which is really hard to do. Mm-hmm. So like when I just think about Tiffany and like um i feel like i put that pressure on myself that she does like you know always having to feel like you're together so i really appreciated that season where they let her go through like postpartum and like Mm -hmm. just like letting her be a human because i felt like she was not humanized in the first couple seasons purposely to, to get her to that point but um definitely i have some you know some Tiffany, and then I also feel like I have some Molly in me. I would have given you straight Molly. Really? Yeah. Really?
0: Because Molly is the same way. She wants to be put together all the time. Like, she gives that, and then she also went through, like, the whole just breakdown of not being perfect, and the whole, like, job thing, and all of that. So, yeah, I would have given you Molly.
1: Molly, for I, I didn't say all Molly, because I just felt like I didn't appreciate Molly as a friend. Mm -hmm. sometimes and i and i feel like i pride myself on being a good friend Mm -hmm. and i just felt like there was i think season four probably i was just like molly you're trying it oh yeah like yeah yeah. and and that's where she lost me Mm -hmm. like beforehand yes i would have been like molly like you know that's my girl but then she started you know showing her true colors a
0: little bit and i didn't like that um yeah, and I also feel like... I, I definitely do think that you more so resemble Tiffany as far as, like, lifestyle, like you said. And she's more, like, a family person. Mm-hmm. Like, and I know this kind of, like, you know, what you identify with and what you kind of envision yourself as being, like, once you get older, a little yeah. bit older. And, like, married and everything. So, yeah, I... I definitely think that, Tiffany you know, is like, and
1: that too. Like, I, I see myself as like the like everybody else, still living
0: life, and I'm, <laughs> I'm married
1: and like got some babies or something. Like, I, I definitely see that part. Um, but yeah. So now that we know what characters, how, how do y'all feel? I mean, insecure is over, which is very sad, and I feel like it wasn't necessary
0: for them to end it, but you know, what was y'all biggest lesson from insecure? Or even just from this last season? I think, um, and I want to say it was the last scene um, in the series finale with Issa. And it was, I forget exactly what she said, but it was something to the point of you have to, like, actually believe in yourself to actually do it. And I think I have, like, a lot of, like, insecurities when, it. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) I have a lot of insecurities when it comes to that because, like, I want to do so many things, but it's just the simple fact that sometimes I don't believe that I can do it. And I have to, like, kind of believe myself first before Mm -hmm. I can even go out there and believe that I can do it. So I think that scene with Issa was really, like, powerful in a sense because she went through that whole journey of, like, I said, finding herself, who she really wanted to be, what she really wanted to do and who she really wanted to be with and, like, her love life, too. So, uh, yeah, that that was, like, the biggest lesson for me.
1: For me, it was everything is going to work itself out. I think that at the beginning, we saw Issa and her life, was all over the place like she wasn't happy and and like just seeing that everybody goes through those phases like you're going to go through that phase (laughs) where you're not sure if you're doing what's right or you're not sure if you're in the career you're supposed to be or like with the person you're supposed to be but like at the end of the day you have to go through that to get to where you want to be like life is meant to have its ups and downs and just seeing that Seeing it on screen, I feel like put it in perspective that everybody goes through it. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like with social media, especially, like everyone is just seeing everyone's highlights. But behind that, behind the phones, like everybody is dealing with stuff that you would never you would never think about or you would never ever know. So it's just really important to just understand that like that's all a part of life. Like everything is gonna be all over the place at some point. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, I think mine would be remembering your foundation and like your values and th- then building off of that for every part of your life. Like mm-hmm. choosing friends, building friendships, uh, choosing career, choosing relationships. It's just like remembering who you are, what you stand for, uh, what you care about and never losing sight of that. And yeah, so that was big for me, mm-hmm. especially at of five.
1: What did you all get out of I guess like the friendship dynamic? So we know there's Tiffany, Kelly, Issa, Molly. Of course, Tiffany and Kelly are a lot closer mm-hmm. and then there's Molly and Issa who are like besties. And I feel like that is very representative mm-hmm. of a lot of friend groups. Like, you know, you kinda have those people who are closer and mm-hmm. then but there's there's one big
0: group at the all end right. of the
1: day. Um, so how do y'all feel about their friendship dynamic?
0: I was going to say, I really appreciated that they did show that separation because that is very common, Mm -hmm. especially in groups of four. (laughs) Like, um, and it's natural. It's not anything that has to be like talked about or like, you know, Mm -hmm. has to be corrected or anything like that's natural. You gravitate towards Mm -hmm. different people. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the end of the day, y'all should still be able to come together and kiki ha ha and support Mm -hmm. each other. Um, and so that I really appreciated about their friendship. Yeah, and I also appreciated how in the series finale I wanna say it was the last episode how they still made it a thing to show up for everyone's birthdays. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, because... I got a bone to pick. <laughs> we got, you know, we want to talk about it. I got right. a bone to pick.
1: Be because Why? Tiffany did Tiffany not come not to Issa's Lisa. birthday. Oh, yeah. And I didn't I Honestly, I
0: didn't notice that. I noticed I it because they
1: made it, it was right. like, I did not they were that. supposed to travel in for mm-hmm. everybody's birthday. I, and, did not notice I that. and I'm mad it's over now because we will never know. right.
0: But yeah, Tiffany was not at Issa's I didn't birthday. I did not notice
1: that. And I was like, hmm. and are we supposed
0: to assume it's because she was pregnant that she couldn't travel or something? Because no, because no. her birthday was
1: after Issa's, and she wasn't pregnant then. Oh, she was pregnant yeah. at Molly's wedding. Right, and I was I was trying to, back, try to be yeah. Yeah, no, but, this girl was yeah. there wrong.
0: I mean, yeah,
1: but I I also I don't know if it was done. Purposely, purposely or like you know it might have been something with production and she just didn't make the scene <laughs> but so, they didn't explain time. yeah but no i i also feel like that is real too in a lot of friend groups like you're gonna have those people who like as a group you all are friends but you have those people who just will never be as close and mm-hmm. i feel like that's what i'm pulling from it just like based on my analysis but i, I think that's real too like you mm. do kind of have that always like a couple people who just aren't as close in a big friend group like that like especially like four or five people uh-huh. like you know there's always somebody who just ain't
0: I think that Tiffany not demeaned Issa a lot but like I don't know how to explain it
1: but I know just yeah.
0: like, like I, just, I don't know I feel like Tiffany always felt like Issa was very much so lesser. like
1: a like a child yeah. like yeah. very like shady yeah. towards her like yeah. but honestly so cause I always felt like of that kind of across the board especially in reference to like Issa's style mm-hmm. a lot of and it wasn't just like Tiffany more so but Molly had a few times when I was just like if y'all don't let this girl right. dress how she wanna yeah, dress right. like like um in the episode when they had the girls' night and they were getting dressed for dinner, mm-hmm. um, I was gonna say Amanda. See, I can't right. <laughs> Tiffany was like, um, she was like, oh, Issa, those shoes are actually cute. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, like yeah. girl, what you. Like, or when like? they got
1: robbed, and Issa was like, why didn't you take that my shoes? Wrong <laughs> <scene>. <laughs> I almost fell out. That scene was
0: hilarious. I said, what is happening right now? See,
1: that's what happens when you try to let people back in. Uh-huh. No, real. So you don't let
0: new people into the fridge. That's group. why you keep rekindling sometimes because it'd be but like crazy. That's the lesson there. And then they didn't even really like the girl, <laughs> they didn't. <it>. That was, <laughs> they that was they really did the it. whole kill. <laughs> they was trying to force it in. No.
1: But yeah, no, I definitely see what you're saying. But I also feel like that's very real too. Yeah. Like, there's always just kind of like the shady person. And do does that translate to hate? Like, not mm-hmm. hate, but, like, you know, jealousy and or envy or, like, because yeah. um, sometimes when you get to those friendships, when you're really close, you kind of just, like, oh, that's just how that person mm-hmm. is, yeah. and, like, when do you get to that point right. to where... Like, I do
0: think it's something that should be addressed, like, if you feel like somebody's always attacking you, and that's supposed to be your friend, even if, you know, y'all not the closest thing, it should be addressed especially if y'all all all in the same friend group and y'all always will be around each other like but
1: I feel like like I agree with y'all but then I also understand why people wouldn't because it does mess up the friend dynamic and like even us three looking at our situation like once you address that you have to be willing to accept the consequences from that as well like okay Issa addresses Tiffany and then you know they get into it and they just decide, decide you know uh, maybe we're better off as not friends and that messes up the entire group dynamic
0: or like even even if they don't fall out i <laughs> feel like i yeah. feel like in a friend group everybody has their own personality for a reason and it balances out the dynamic of the friend group so i'm not saying that it's okay for her to be shady but if that's her personality right. and say Issa just doesn't, you know, feel some type of way about it or she's not offended by it, I feel like that's what makes the friend group, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it makes... Yeah. That's the identity. Yeah, it, it's the identity yeah. of the friend group. And it makes it, you know, different. What well, the point that I was trying to <laughs> make <laughs> was, <laughs> like, once you talk about it,
1: like, you have to be willing to, yeah. like, that's and that's when yeah. you get to, like, Am I going to just accept this person for who they are, or I'm going to address it? Like, can I live with it? And sometimes we we choose to live with things in friendships, and sometimes I've seen it go both ways mm-hmm. to where like you kind of just like that person is who they are, whatever. And then I've been in a situation where I'm like, yeah, I can't take that, like right. I can't deal with that.
0: Because I feel like at some point they're gonna say something that hit below the belt, and you gonna be feeling That's something. True. Or even if it's not below the belt, but you're just not feeling, you know, yourself. That day, or like you've been a little extra sensitive, or something, and then it's gonna blow up. So Mm -hmm. I I also feel like they should know boundaries. Like you know, we can joke, jokey, but know your boundaries. Yeah, you should pick up on those
1: cues of like, oh, they're not having a good. Which is something I felt like Tiffany did. Like
0: I don't feel like she ever went too far.
1: Yeah, I definitely feel like I would. I need to rewatch it Mm -hmm. from the beginning. Like, now that I know how it is, sometimes you gotta look back at it. Um, But I think, like, that's a good segue into, like, even Molly and Issa's falling out because there were a lot of things said that were below the belt Mm -hmm. um, within their falling out, and they still were able to come back together and make it work. And same thing with Tiffany and Kelly. They had their falling Mm -hmm. out, too. I mean, of course, Issa and um, Molly's was more highlighted because they're more the main characters, but... Do y'all feel like that's a... Y'all would have been able to come back from those situations?
0: Um, I think so. I think it was important for them to have, like, that time apart. It'll be different if, like, they got into it and then try to rekindle it, like, a week later. Right. Because I feel like it was so deep to the point where they needed that time apart to really grow and work on themselves and really, like, reevaluate their friendship of whether they wanted to rekindle it or not. Um, So I think if... If I were in that same situation with, like, my best friend and, like, we got into it, I would definitely need, like, some good time apart Mm -hmm. to really just evaluate everything.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I definitely feel like Issa was, like, Molly's
1: and vice versa. Like, that was her friend her family Like, and we saw that even with her dealing excuse me, her mom in the hospital and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, Issa was that friend that was there for her through that entire thing. But, um, yeah I don't know I I see where you're coming from but like some things some situations just like that's who you are as a person and that is what's hard for me to get over Mm -hmm. like even the whole um Andrew thing like Molly like not wanting to ask Mm -hmm. Andrew to help Issa is weird to me yeah like that's supposed to be your best friend and she's trying to get her business off the ground and you're telling her you can support her but you can't ask now Issa was wrong for going behind her back Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, like that to me just left a bad taste in my mouth. Like, why couldn't you do that for your friend? That's like what
0: he says. To go against your point a little bit, Molly did change as a person in the end. Like, that Molly ain't the same Molly we saw in season like, by the end of season five. So it was like, wow, I wouldn't be able to rekindle with that same Molly, I I could see how Issa yeah. was able to rekindle with a new Molly who had gone and done some reflection yeah. and growth and all of that kind of stuff on both sides. But yeah. That's why I said I think it's I think it was important to highlight that they had that time yeah. apart and like highlight how much Molly changed and also how much Issa changed because mm-hmm. it's not like Issa was the same person mm-hmm. when she rekindled with Molly. I mm-hmm. think they definitely both went through like that growth period of reevaluating their friendship and themselves.
1: But when did they actually cause even at the beginning of season five, they were still very awkward. Like it was at the reunion that they really kind of finally mm-hmm. like got back. Together, yeah. Because yeah. I, I was even thinking back to the you know when Molly accidentally texts Issa mm-hmm. and was like pretty much like I'm ready for them to go yeah. or like I'm really trying here, but blah blah blah. Like even then, like why are you being shady? Yeah, Girl Like that to me is just like there was a lot of stuff that, and I'm not saying never, but, like, that definitely takes a lot of work. I feel
0: like I probably wouldn't be the same, like, it wouldn't be the same relationship. I wouldn't be able to bounce back to what we were before. Mm -hmm. Will we be close in a different way? Yes, but, I mean, but do y'all think that after they rekindled their friendship, do you think that they were close as they were before? Like, it was the same friendship dynamic, or was it slightly different?
1: I don't know, because the ending scene, like, you, like, they were like the that true love story. Yeah. yeah, like,
0: they were back. They but, were I, back.
1: and oh. I think that's when you get the difference between, like, a sister. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like, that was really, Molly was really Issa's sister at yeah. the end of the day. So I think that's when you get that separation. Like, maybe their friendship ended, but then it's like their sisterhood, sisterhood was mm-hmm. just beginning. Yeah. Which is crazy to think about, but right. that's how life yeah, really works. Yeah. Like, you know what? Like you once you get old once you look back and you be like, that's not even my friend. Like that's, yeah, my, that's sister. my sister. Like it is what it mm-hmm. is. I don't know. It's <laughs> all very, it's, it's very confusing and it's very hard to navigate. Yeah. Because then you think that like who your relationships are with, like you think that those are going to be forever, yeah. and then you think like, oh, this person is going to be here for me, like, and then all of a uh, sudden the world shakes up and mm-hmm. yeah you back at square
0: one, and you don't know what to believe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's hard. And I, that was a great depiction of the whole situation. Because mm-hmm. they ain't skip over the awkward phases. They ain't trying to make it seem like they was, you know, right back at it or not right oh, back sorry. at it. Like, yeah. We got to see all the emotions through that. Mm-hmm. So.
1: But we also don't, like, I mean, because it's a show, like, we don't know how many years, like, are right. ever right. In like between that. Yeah. Because, like, was Molly and Issa, like, were they not talking for a year? Mm-hmm. Was it, like, was that over a span of two, yeah. three years? Like,
0: how does that... Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And how... One thing I didn't really feel like I wanted, I wanted to see more of was how the rest of the group played a role in their the, Like, we saw it a little bit, but I don't feel like we saw it enough. Mm-hmm. To really like depict like a re- a real situation because I feel like the other friends do have a lot of influence on how close or not close. Like, are mm-hmm. they encouraging it? Are they yeah. just like let them figure it out? Mm-hmm. Like, how does that work?
1: And I think like in their situation they just couldn't avoid each mm-hmm. other. Like, yeah. there were situations where like you know baby showers or your events and birthday parties. Like, are you not going to be there for your other friends right. because you're you're mm-hmm. beefing with one? and yeah yeah, they couldn't avoid each other Mm -hmm. so it's just like either we gonna come to the conclusion that we just gonna be associates or we're gonna try to fix our relationship Mm -hmm.
0: but Mm -hmm. one one other thing I feel like Molly grew closer to Kelly and Tiff when they separated than Issa did because like Kelly and Molly kind of connected over, like, career stuff. Mm -hmm. Molly and Tiff, maybe not so much, but then Issa and Tiff didn't, like, really connect over anything. And Issa and Kelly, I mean, Kelly just cool with everybody. Mm -hmm. So it was like, Issa really was out here on this island by herself while Mm -hmm. Molly was still, you know, kind of connected with the group. So, I thought that was kind of sad.
1: But I think that that, that's what happens because even when you look Mm -hmm. at friend groups, like, there's always, like, the glue to the group. Mm -hmm. And it's usually... One person who would just either introduced everyone or kind of like started the friend group. So like you have that one person, and like I I'm not sure who that person was. Like yeah. maybe wasn't it, wasn't it Molly. I don't know. I don't, I don't think know. it was Molly because I th- so I would say Tiffany and Issa were the
0: furthest, mm. and then you have Kelly and was
1: Kelly. Molly in the middle.
0: I to I want to say it was I want to say it was Kelly. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Kelly. Cause I don't I don't I don't know who else I would choose. Because the rest of them really weren't the glue. Because I feel like Kelly also had her individual relationships with everyone. Mm -hmm. Like she made an appointment. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she was like like the middleman. Like even though she was still like really close to Tiffany, she had her separate relationship with Molly. She had her separate relationship with Issa. They were still close, but not as close to her and Tiffany. But she was still like kind of like the glue that was Mm -hmm. keeping everyone together.
1: So then how do you all feel about Tiffany and Kelly's falling out?
0: Um, honestly, I don't remember it as much, I was to say, but... Like, I mean, it that? wasn't, it wasn't, of
1: course, it wasn't Molly and East's where it was a whole season. Right. But it was a couple episodes, so pretty much this was when Tiffany was pregnant, um, and she didn't make Oh, Kelly. yes, 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 yes,
0: yes, yes. Um,
1: I think originally she didn't, like, ask wow. her to be the godmother mm-hmm. or something along those lines, and, like, just during her pregnancy, she just had all these other mom friends, yeah, mm-hmm. and Kelly was oh, just feeling, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. left out. Um...
0: I didn't feel, like, a specific way about it. I could definitely see where Kelly was coming from. Like, you boys weren't having a baby. You having a baby. Like, yeah. you know, you want to be as involved as... As much of involved as possible. But it's also very realistic that she's going to go find mothers to, yeah. you know, relate with. And you might not always get the first call when it's, you know, related to the child or pregnancy or whatever. Um, so... I don't know. I don't think either of them were wrong. Either of them uh-huh. were right. I think they were, you know, respective, you know, to their feelings. But yeah. I, I, I also think I wouldn't say that Kelly was like super duper upset. Like, she, like, her feelings weren't valid. I think that, you know, she was definitely upset. But I also think it was just a matter of like life dynamics mm-hmm. were happening like life changes were mm-hmm. happening and I think neither one of them knew how to navigate that big monumental yeah. life moment because like having a child like right. that's, yeah. that's life changing yeah. so even like for Tiffany she that was, that was her first child she didn't know like you know how to be a mom mm-hmm. she didn't know like how, to, how her life was going to be after having a child so I think emotions got in, entwined intertwined mm-hmm. with that whole situation
1: now, with that, I have a question because one of the issues was, like, you know, just being involved. Like like you said, if your best friend's having a baby, you having a baby. How how do y'all feel about the whole godmother thing? Like, do you feel like, oh, as a best friend, I'm entitled to that role? Or, like, is that an expectation? Or how does how do y'all feel about if you're best friends and then, like, who would be the godmother of your children now? Y'all don't have to name drop.
0: <laughs> like, no. um, I feel like my perspective about godmother has changed since I became a godmother. Um, I do not think that I anymore would be offended about, like, my best friend not choosing me as a godmother just because if you're really choosing someone as a godparent, you should really know that they are going to be able to support Mm -hmm. you when you need the support for your child. Mm -hmm. Like, through... Whatever, whether y'all relationship not going to be okay, like your child's still going to be okay with that person or they're going to still maintain that relationship. So I know I'm going to have to pray on it. And my children may have two godmothers. Like that's just what it is. Um, But I know it's not going to be something that I consider lightly. Like, sorry, but if I don't feel like your relationship with God, if I don't feel like, you know, even just where you are in your life if I don't feel like I could call you and be like this child I need to come with you for the weekend like if I don't feel like I could do that I'm probably not going to choose you as a godparent um but not everybody chooses godparents like that so yeah
1: no, well I I definitely have two godmothers um which I
0: you know yeah.
1: that is what it is I don't think you, it's a certain amount of number mm-hmm. of godparents that you have to have but I also my perspective also changed um I feel like so I have two godchildren and the first my first godchild is my like one of my best friends like and I did feel entitled Mm -hmm. like I did feel like oh well like I'm an automatic godmother like I felt that way and it was Mm kind of just like she felt the same way Mm -hmm. but looking back I was in my what second or third year of college like you know realistically had something happened to her at that point I could have made something shake, but, like, that wouldn't have been ideal. But now my godson, um, who is five months, like, I know now, like, I have a house. Like, Mm -hmm. I have the financial stability. Like, God forbid something ever happened to his mom, I know without a doubt, like, I could support her Mm -hmm. and support him and et cetera. So I definitely have a different perspective on it, and I definitely don't think it, people should feel any type of way if someone doesn't ask you to be their child's godmother yeah. because like at the end of the day you can still be an auntie and you can exactly. still yes. you can still be there for the child exactly. in any capacity that you wanna be. Like you don't have to have a title right for you to be there for my child. Mm-hmm. And like and if you feel that way, that's weird to me. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Yeah. what do you mean like because i didn't make you their godmother you're not gonna come to their birthday party right. or like you're not you know not gonna get them another <laughs> not gonna pick them up
0: on the weekend sometimes yeah
1: so i think there are definitely murky waters and like some people are very sensitive to that but you just gotta do what's best for your child yeah. at the end of the day and if that person is really want to be a part of the child's life they will be
0: mm-hmm. yeah i definitely agree like i don't i don't feel obligated to be you know my best friend's godmother my best friend's friend's (laughs) child's godmother like i i don't i don't have that obligation like Um, yes we're best friends like but i'm not about to sit here and say well if i'm not your child's godmother like our friendship is going to change or like you should no i'm not that type of person and i feel like i will still hold some type of importance mm-hmm. in the child's life, whether I'm the godmother or not. Like I'ma still be there for the child. Mm-hmm. I'ma still be there for her, support her and anything that she needs. Um and I don't want her to feel like she's obligated mm-hmm. to be the godmother of my child. Like Yeah, that was my follow up question <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> question.
1: Like if somebody makes you the child of their the godmother <laughs> of their child, do you feel obligated <laughs> no to do the reverse. Absolutely. No, I don't
0: feel obligated because, you know, it I think it's for me it all depends on the situation and the time Mm -hmm. of when I would have my child and when she would have her child like if I feel like at the time I'm having my child and you're not in the space that I know that you know that you don't want to be in as far as financially Mm -hmm. as far as you know just stability overall I'm not going to put that burden on you of making you my child's godmother Mm -hmm. when I know that you have other stuff going on and other stuff that you need to focus on and figure out first in your personal life Mm -hmm. I'm not going to put that burden on you. No, absolutely not. Like, <laughs> no. Because ultimately, if I put that burden on you, that means they'll put that burden on my child. Right. And that's not what I want to do. Yeah, I can't remember if
1: Tiffany actually gave her the title of godmother, but I know that Kelly was showing up for that little girl. Okay. Right? But she wasn't. And she, was? so she was like, my god, baby. Okay, like so she did yeah, so end up being the godmother. Yeah, but I was yeah. like, regardless... Kelly was showing up for mm-hmm. that
0: little girl. Okay. okay, that was
1: her child. <laughs> she was dressing a light. As it should
0: be. <laughs> yeah, no, she wasn't playing.
1: So I know we talk about friends, but we can't talk about oh, insecure no. without talking about, talk, about the men. Yeah, we, we can't talk about it without talking about Lawrence <laughs> and
0: Nathan. I'm Team Nathan. I'm putting that out there right now. I'm sorry, I'm team Nathan, I'm sorry. I
1: I have always been team Lawrence, but I I also think I am team Lawrence because of um, just like knowing, like I'm in a relationship where we were together and it didn't work out. And then we got back together and it worked out. I mean, we had no break babies or nothing (laughs) like that. I mean, it wasn't a cheating situation. But like I think I kind of related to that, like in like feeling those growing pains, and like mm-hmm. that's real. Like the person I was at the beginning of our relationship is not the person who I am now, and mm-hmm. the person I am now is more suited to be in this
0: relationship. Mm-hmm. So
1: I felt the feels on that a hundred percent. Now then, when you
0: put the baby into it and the cheating, <laughs> it just, like this, that's but what, you cannot blame him because they weren't together. They weren't. They, they weren't. So it's like, but it's also like I just. I just don't know if I was Issa if I would be able to right. be a stepmother. Step- like be a stepmother yeah. and like just be in that situation. It's just it's just weird. Yeah. It's weird, and especially it's with somebody that like I knew and like I was trying to form a friendship with at one point. Yeah. Like, but that was crazy yeah. because that was really coincidental. <laughs> <laughs> like, so like, that, it, like was, it
1: wasn't intentional, but also w- as. Condola, if you found that out, because she found it out pretty Mm -hmm. early and Mm -hmm. she just decided to continue on with the relationship. So, like, in her shoes, would y'all have decided to keep messing with this man? Um, Because I don't think that I would have, especially if I felt like there was a
0: real relationship blooming with Issa. Yeah, if I felt like... If I knew the depth of Issa and Lawrence's relationship, I don't know that I would have stayed. Yeah, Yeah. we just
1: been on a couple dates. Like...
0: Yeah, I don't I don't think I would have stayed either. Because it's like yeah, like you said, if if I would have known the depth of their relationship, then in my mind I would have been like, Well, what makes you think right. that our relationship is even gonna work out because you still are in love with her and you're like no. Yeah, no and that's why everyone hated
1: her like let's be <laughs> like honest what? that is why everybody was calling <laughs> her everything <laughs> but Gondola. because <laughs> any sane woman would yeah. have just been like nah I'm good off this yeah. like this is already a messy situation right. I'm not gonna make it more messy and she made it as messy <laughs> as as messy as, 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 messy as get. it gets it's crazy
0: <laughs> you yeah, know
1: But no, I think I I had to ride with Lawrence on this one. Like, I was very happy. I Lawrence. Because I also didn't feel like Nathan was together enough. Like, Issa went through her messy phase. And she had really... She was really starting to get Mm -hmm. and become. Like, she was becoming. In the words of Michelle. (laughs) Issa was
0: just as messy for just as long as Nathan. But... He had red flags from the beginning. But I feel like... During Issa's messiness phase, she wasn't, like, invested in a relationship like that. Like, during her messy phase. I feel like she was in a relationship with Lawrence, yeah, but they were together for a long time. This last season, Issa was invested in Nathan, and she was still messy. But I feel like Nathan just wasn't... He was doing too much! Yeah, I feel like Nathan wasn't on her like Issa was messy but she was like she was getting there like she was she was almost there Issa wasn't being toxic I don't think she was being toxic now she was dealing
1: with some internal stuff like who she wanted
0: to be but I feel like that's
1: normal but with him so first of all the let's go back because let's not forget that he ghosted her let's not yeah. forget that uh-huh. because of his mental health we you know that's important but also communication is important you don't just ghost somebody like that because then it had detriment on her mental health as well so whatever after he ghosted her then they come back they're they're right. you know friends and then they decide to be together and then they're about to move in together and lawrence confesses his love Issa did not start that on conversation lawrence Confesses his love and he get all upset and on the car ride home he just decides that he can't do this. We're about to we were looking at places to live. And <laughs> that I was, was saying, my problem. And I was but like, I was you can't problem.
0: do this. In Nathan's defense, someone who suffers from bipolar disorder, which is already a mental health thing, cannot put themselves in a situation where they know they are gonna constantly be challenged in that area that's not how you do it, though. Like, you I agree try. he could have handled the situation better, but was he the prime problem of the relationship? I don't think so. Because Issa came with all of the things that were attacking his mental health. But when you but decided when, to
1: be in that relationship, nobody forced him to I be with Issa. I was just because he knew.
0: He knew.
1: He knew about Lawrence before they got together. Like, he knew. But he didn't know
0: that Lawrence was confessing his feelings. He Issa never... Isa never... But also, Issa ain't innocent in this because she had been thinking about Lawrence having dreams, flashbacks, <laughs> butt <laughs> doubts, drunk down He didn't know
1: about what's going on in her head, though, so you can't use that as reasoning for him to just be but like... But that
0: always left the door open for Lawrence to come back and have an influence on Issa. I don't no, believe... I don't no, personally believe no. that Isa was... Fully committed to Nathan. Okay, I, I understand that. Because I, I got that same vibe too. But you can't... No, Nathan... I think Nathan was the culprit.
1: And you have... Let's go back a couple episodes to where this man gets into it with somebody at work and comes home and just, just decides he needs to get out.
0: You well, was is he a little
1: unstable? <laughs> you just need to move? Like, he didn't say, what would you think? And I felt... Issa. Like, I was like, no. She she has every right right to be upset. Like, he tried to make it seem like, oh, I didn't mean it. Like, that you said what you said.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no. I definitely... I definitely...
1: But no, he just... I don't... For me, it was never him because I knew he wasn't ready to enter, like, to really be committed in that type of relationship. He still had a lot of work to do on his own. And honestly... I think they would have just been fine as friends. friends. They were greatest friends. But no, Issa
0: messed that up. Yeah, she did. though that was on
1: her. She did because I was cracking up laughing because why would she ever start crying? <laughs> <laughs> like you can't invite him over and then like. Oh, so she did. Well. I think she was using him as a rebound because she was still trying to get over Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Which you know that is which is unfair to him.
0: It is unfair because to she have. took him as a real serious rebound. Moving in together, girl. If this is a rebound, you shouldn't be thinking about that.
1: But no, yeah. even before that, like he entered it. Like you had the How they got together was messy. Like she had just left Lawrence. She needed some company, so she invited him over. They did what they did, and then then they went to the beach hole party situation, mm-hmm. and then there's just all this tension, and she's jealous. So, I definitely agree that Issa did have some villain background in their situation, but at the end, Nathan was the villain because. He was. Why? He why was. do you feel like you could just break up with her like that and uh, just
0: dropped her off at the front he door? Was. It was like. He was. I think when I first watched it, because I think I watched it back. <laughs> when I first watched it I thought he was just saying he was not ready to talk about it that night I didn't know I didn't think it was a breakup at first I didn't realize it was a full blown like yeah we done right here she was kind of just like well right. it
1: was just like a very awkward
0: and I also I also feel like like with Issa going into like her career more I feel like once she got to that point where she was well in her career making the money that she wanted to make like really living the life that she wanted to live I feel like Nathan wouldn't haven't been able to keep up with that honestly mm-hmm. um, you can stay at home there. yeah but, I, but no I,
1: even like in her vision of like when she was like trying to figure out what yeah. she was gonna do um yeah it just definitely just seemed like she was taking care of him
0: like yeah and that is I'm not and I feel like I'm especially in with his, like with that lifestyle. mental health and everything and like his insecurities and in his I feel like he definitely would have like regretted Issa a lot. And I think he would have had some type of animosity towards her.
1: But it was just always Lawrence for Issa. And I think it it
0: was just always Lawrence.
1: Like it really was. When I tell you when they got back together before she found out Condola was pregnant like they were just so happy and just like living life and it was just like they were on their road already back to getting together like as the new people they had become. Mm -hmm. So they already knew that part of it worked. Literally, the only reason why they weren't together was, was because like, of know, the baby. And Issa had every right to take her time to figure out if she was willing to be a stepmama. Like that was in every, you know, that was her right. But yeah, they just—I don't understand just how you can't be quit. team Lawrence. I don't know. And visually, them two together just look mm-hmm. better because her and Nathan. <laughs> it, don't. Look it wasn't good together. It to wasn't clicking. They don't. It wasn't
0: clicking so we gonna act like they was keep together need, um, <laughs> let's transition to the career side how was y'all feeling about Issa's process because I was feeling a little like she's too indecisive oh. for her to be like this is my home I'm standing with my people I want to be connected to my community I just felt like it was I don't know. Like, some of the decisions should have been a little easier. I always feel like money plays a part in it. Like,
1: I hate to say it. Like, it's some people who are really down with the movement and your passions and et cetera, et cetera. But honestly, money moves this world. Like, yeah. less, you have to to be a real player in the game. You have to have the financial um, ties to, like, be able to do stuff you want to do. So, I can understand that. Like, you're getting an opportunity to get millions and millions of dollars or whatever. You know, have investors invest in your company. Or you can start, like, a mom and pop. Like, a non-profit versus a corporation. And I think it is something to think about. Like, that's a hard decision. And even looking at the two different lifestyles, like, okay, you can be okay. Like, kind of well off with your nonprofit and do great things. Like, be comfortable. Or you can have this big company and like really be able to do stuff later on, like pouring back into your community. So I
0: see why she had the the tug. I mean I see why she had the tug, but I just felt like it was like it was too like with the whole Crenshawn thing. (laughs) Why I don't know, for when she took the proposal and the um what did they call? The funders came back and was like, you know, we want to cut a few things. I feel like there should have been more negotiation from her. Like, like there should have been a picture. bigger fight because, for one, you say you want to represent this person that's full blown culture, which you knew that mm-hmm. when you stepped into this full blown, you know, hood culture, and then you go to these white people and say, here, this is. Let me pitch them. Let me support them. I'm trying to put my people on, and then you say oh, but I'm going to let y'all, you know, have a say in what this artist produced. Like, no, if you want to, you know, support your people, you're going to support your people and you're going to fight for them. Mm -hmm. So I understood what Crenshaw was coming on that part.
1: I think, though, you have to be able to, like, that industry and business, you have to be willing to negotiate. Yes, she should have pushed back because she didn't really push back. She just took the yes. You have to negotiate. But for me, what was wrong was, like, he wasn't a he Krishan wasn't willing to move at all, mm-hmm. and I think that like he was just like f Issa and like if if you know we don't get a deal we don't get a deal. But he wasn't keeping in mind her her situation mm-hmm. yeah. too. Like I I both I think both of them played a wrong in it, but I, their situation kind of was just like unnecessary too because
0: it could have been avoided. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, the one thing I was gonna ask is, do y'all feel like? um Issa not being uh as confident in herself and is in her career path played a part in her wishy washiness with like being able to support Crenshaw fully or, you know, just how she went about the whole situation. Yeah, I
1: yeah think, I feel like when you get your shot, like you feel like you finally got your shot. You don't know if you want to give that up. Like, that's hard. Like, because you have to really understand that, like, if I don't get this opportunity, another one might not be there. Mm -hmm. Or, like, if I give up this opportunity, who's to say when the next one's going to come? And I think that people get so excited, which we can look into, like, the bigger picture, even with, like, a lot of these sports players. Mm -hmm. A lot of them take the first deal or singers and artists that end up in these jacked up deals is because you're like, oh my gosh, I have a record deal. I have to take it. And you're scared to pass up on it because you don't know if something better is going to come along. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's kind of hard to trust yourself all the time. And that's what she was having
0: trouble doing. And I loved that they showed that. Because that's real. Like, Mm -hmm. just like the whole sports analogy. Like, that's what happens. And more so than not, in the black community. Because nobody is there to educate, you know, these young players, these young Actresses, singers, whatever Entrepreneurs about their options um, Having Dominion over their art And what they can actually do Just negotiating in general Because I feel like And it's ironic that we're talking about this now Because I feel like I'm going through the same thing now Um, I was just presented with A possible new job opportunity To get more pay Mm. than my current job So I am, like, in that indecisive stage because I'm, like, I don't want to make the wrong decision and go to this new job because it's a small smaller business. Mm-hmm. So, I would have a lot more work and more workload on my, you know, on my plate. But I would be getting paid more. Mm-hmm. But I also, like, where I'm working now, but it's just less pay. So, I know if I go to this job, I'll have more pay. I can move out. I can do more things financially than I will be able to do now. But I'm, like, kind of like Issa in that situation because I don't want to lose that opportunity. Mm-hmm. But I also, you know, don't wanna just like say yes to it and just be like, Okay, I'm gonna just take this salary when I could have negotiated for more and, you know, made a different decision. So I, I can definitely, you know, identify with that whole dynamic of career choices. Mm-hmm. Clearly, child, we learned a lot from insecurity,
1: okay? And that's why it's so important. And I, and I do say that I think we're getting more shows like this. Like mm-hmm. Harlem on um Prime with Megan Good. That was really good. Like, And that also is like, she's created a space for shows like that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just like black woman joy. And, you know, even though mm-hmm. with the good and the bad, like, there's still joy within it all. Like, you got a love-hate relationship with life and that is how I feel on a day to day basis. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. sometimes I wake up and I'm completely content with where I am in my life, but other days I wake up and the trees are burning down. Yeah.
0: Those <laughs> <Yeah>. conversations you <laughs> like, be having in the mirror, no, for real. them conversations you be having in the mirror. I be like, yeah, just whatever you talk about in my hair. <laughs> that's
1: what I say, I have those in my hair. Yeah. Like, well, and it's just like everything in life is just like so decision based, mm-hmm. and it's so stressful. Exactly.
0: That's depressing. Nice words for the
1: people. We want to know what y'all think because yeah. Yeah. we we, you know, we got two team Lawrences. We still got a team. Nathan. Nathan. Okay. <laughs> no, we,
0: okay.
1: We want y'all feedback. Um, but yeah, that's we've reached the end of another series and just like Insecure, we is out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she will not end this episode. <laughs> No, but yeah, we appreciate y'all for sticking with us, those who made it through this series. Um, and as usual, we're excited for the future What's to come. Yeah. Our next series will be coming out soon. Yes, yeah, so stay tuned. Dear friends, it's a wrap. Bye. See ya. Bye.